0: Presented by the Evangelism Department of the North American Mission Board, this is Your Church on Mission Evangelism Podcast, the podcast to help pastors be on mission in their local community. Here's your host, Joel Sutherland.
1: Welcome to Your Church on Mission Evangelism Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland. When I studied top evangelistic churches, one of the first things I discovered was evangelism is not easy. Now, I know that from being a pastor myself. I pastored a top evangelistic church, and there was nothing about it that was easy. As a matter of fact, I'll say this. It's actually really, really hard work. And if you want your church pastor to be evangelistic, there is going to be a price to pay. No church drifts towards evangelism. The fact is, you're going to have to constantly pull your church back towards an evangelistic mindset. Being a pastor is hard work if you do it well. You are bombarded. I chuckle in in a sad way at churches that still give their pastors only two weeks of vacation. A two-week vacation plan was made for the era of landline phones. It was not made for the era of cell phones and social media and 24-7 connectivity and availability. We're wearing our pastors out. We're working them so hard. Pastors, if you do our, your job well, evangelism is going to be hard work. Why? Because of everything else you have going on, pastoral care, committee meetings, counseling, spiritual oversight. I love what Paul did in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, let me read some verses to you and just let you know how difficult it is to be a pastor, how much hard work it takes to be evangelistic. Second Corinthians 11, 23, Paul says this. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labors, more abundant in stripes above measure in prisons more frequently in deaths often from the Jews. Five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked and night in a day I've been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. And then verse 28, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily my deep care for all the churches. I like what Paul did here. He listed all the ways he had been tortured. And then he adds, but the hardest thing is caring for the churches. Now, I may not have the, that exactly in context, but the point should be well taken. Paul was talking about being hungry, beaten, tortured, abandoned. And he said, but man, the hard work is I've got to care for these churches. It's hard to be a pastor, but it's even harder to be an evangelistic pastor. It takes an enormous amount of hard work. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll introduce you to our co-host, and we'll find out what one top evangelistic pastor has to say about the hard work of evangelism. We'll be right back. I'm joined today by my co-host, Scott Smith. Scott's an evangelism consultant at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. And Scott, you work with churches all the
0: time. How hard is it? How hard is evangelism for the pastor? Well, it, it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, already we're working with a, a group of volunteers, which is like herding cats, hmm. uh, to do something that most of them will tell you they have no plans to do on their own without being nudged. Uh, You know, the vast majority have no nothing on the table at all for evangelism on their agenda in the next twelve months. So, yeah, it's it's quite a challenge. Yeah. So, uh, Paul had it correct. (laughs)
1: You know, I'm tortured, and now I have to care for these churches, and and you know, not necessarily an
0: evangelistic context, but I think the point's well taken, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, It's a challenge. And by the way, I. I'm just glad that anybody's listening right now after that monologue. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the big secret about this podcast is actually episode two was going to be episode one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we had a conversation. It's like, do we really want to scare people off uh, in episode one talking about how evangelism is hard work? So it is hard work. Uh, let's just go ahead and embrace right. the, the fact that it's hard work. That's a reality. If you're going to be an evangelistic church, uh, that you've just got to. Yeah. And we'll end with it. some good news we will. W-
1: before it's over. Recently, Jimmy Scroggins, pastor of Go Family Church in West Palm Beach, Florida, spoke with a group of pastors at our Engage 24 workshop. I want us to listen to this short clip and see what he says about the hard work of evangelism.
2: And I will just say this. There's six and a half million people in South Florida. And I would say if our church was at a zero on evangelism uh, 10 years ago, I would say we have fought and scratched and worked and strategized and invested. And we're all the way up to about a point two. All right. I just want to be very clear because it would be wrong for me to stand up here and act like I know everything there is to know about creating an evangelistic church because I absolutely do not. And if you come and see what we're doing at our church, there might be a few things you could learn. But the main thing you would probably say is those people are one hot mess over there at family church. I mean, if you came to our church, I was just telling Tim Dowdy. Being a pastor of our church, to me, all I, my job is the chief whack-a-mole player. That's that's what I do. You know, we try to work on this over here and get that kind of organized. And about the time we get that going pretty good, I look over here, and this is falling apart. So we work at that for a while, and then we got to go. You, anybody ever feel like that? Can I get amen if you've ever felt that way? I mean, that's just the way that it is. And evangelism is hard work. And there is no silver bullet. Scott, that's a great
1: line. I mean, when he said it, it you could kind of tell the air, you know, it, it's almost like a relief to a pastor. You, you know what? I, I'm killing myself. And and I don't feel like I'm get, getting anywhere in evangelism sometimes. And I love what Jimmy said
0: about we've scratched and clawed and worked and we went from a zero to a point two. Yeah, I, I love that. I think there is relief in that. See, see I, I think one of the problems is, um, We've celebrated the wrong things in terms of uh, putting leading evangelistic pastors on the stage. There's always that anomaly that, you know, I don't know, the pa- I'm going to be extreme here, but the, the pastor that says, you know, I woke up one morning and God told me to hang an olive branch from my steeple. Yeah. And man, all of a sudden we baptized 8,000 that year. And, and so now he's going around the country. That's the guy we put yeah. on the stage. It's right. like, man, that guy that had this mystical thing happen. Where the, and but what what so a couple things so number one we are thinking well it's it, there is a silver bullet it's some mm-hmm. it's some you know mystical silver bullet that they just you know they held their mouth right when they when they implemented their 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 strategy for the year their theme for the year and it just worked. And what what you find is that guy that did that thing, if you get in there, they had eight evangelistic events. They trained more in evangelism. But that's not what he talked about because it didn't sound spiritual enough. It's hard work. Yeah, that's not what his book was about, right?
1: You know, And, and, you know, you and I run into this a lot. Even when you see a successful pastor sometimes, you talk to them. They have a difficult time putting into strategy form. They have a hard time verbalizing what it is they're doing correctly. I mean, really, like – we love these guys. They're awesome. I, if you'd asked me, I was a top evangelistic pastor in the state. Man, we're doing a lot of things. I could not have put that in strategy form. I was so busy doing it, I couldn't figure out what we. I mean, I was just throwing everything against the wall to see if something worked. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens a lot of times is a guy writes his book and it's about the olive branch, not about. <laughs> All the other things right. that really were underneath that were right. the strategic things he did in evangelism. And
0: we're not saying God doesn't lead and we're not no, saying that there's no. there are there are some things that the Spirit will lead you to do that are absolutely out of the box and we don't understand. But but that is the exception, not the rule. And the fact mm-hmm. is when you look at top evangelistic churches, there there are specific things that they did that took a lot of effort right. to get the result. Yeah, really you and I sitting
1: here. At, you travel a state plus exclusively, a state with over 3,000 churches. I travel the nation. You do as well, but I'm all over the nation. I've yet to see a pastor that just woke up one day and they prayed really hard, and all of a sudden their church is incredibly – now, hear me carefully. Prayer is a component of evangelism. undergirds everything, sure. But I know a lot of praying churches that aren't evangelistic yet, right? That's right. That's absolutely the you truth. Know. So – I think there's there's both and involved in this episode. There's hard work, mm-hmm. and there's a reason Jesus used um, terminologies like, uh, you know, uh, uh, f- agriculture terminology, you know, harvesting, reaping, sowing. If you ever hang out with a farmer much, it's hard work. You just don't pray, and the crops show
0: up no that, that's absolutely the truth so so I, I hope that you are relieved a little bit if you're listening to this you're you, there's not something wrong with you because it seems like evangelism is hard for you and it's easy for that guy on the stage it's that's a falsehood that's right uh it's hard for the guy that's on the stage it's hard for you that it's just it's just hard uh one of the one of the cha- one of the notions that i challenge often is uh, where pastors are, are saying right now it's harder to reach this culture than it was 20 years ago. It's harder to reach people and see people baptized now. Well, that's true, but I will tell you, there we have all, by and large, we have lost a work ethic that we had yes. 20 years ago. Yeah, and agree. so when you go back and you look at some of the um, – you and I were talking about – a pastor well he's an evangelist now he's in his 70s that led one of the fastest growing churches the southern baptist convention has ever seen in the early 80s well if you looked at their weekly schedule for he and his staff i mean he was personally with you know while he was running thousands on the weekend he's personally as a pastor knocking on every door of the visitors and the guests that came and he and his staff that week i mean there was a work ethic there for a lot of our churches that were our mega churches as they were coming on in the 80s that we've lost
1: yeah and so i think this this point is missed on a lot of i think you're exactly right we tend to look at that church when it's running thousands already and want to emulate that when what we need to go back and see when the pastor went there when it was running 150 yep and emulate that what were those principles then That led him to be evangelistic. And I know there's going to be some guys that push back on this and say, well, you know, evangelism is a spiritual activity. Hey, but listen, here's what Jesus said. Jesus said, pray for what? Laborers. Yes. Workers. Yeah. That's not
0: spiritual, so to speak. Jesus said, you need uh, hands on deck to get the job done. Yeah, you've already said it's both and. We go to Luke 5, you know, where where Jesus came to the fishermen and uh, they have been fishing all night. And he said, put your nets down on the other side of the boat. You know the story. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, first of all, you're, you know, number one, you're rabbi, not fishermen. We are. We've been fishing all night and we haven't caught anything. You're telling us to fish during the day and you're telling us to put in the deep, which is the wrong place to fish. And so they obeyed Jesus and caught all these fish that almost sunk two boats. Now, two things going on there. Number one, uh, God sovereignly drove the fish into that net. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there is a spiritual element there that is undeniably all him. That's right. But at the same time, no fish would have been caught if they hadn't done the work of fishing, that is, putting down it's the net. right, exactly. The fish didn't jump in the boat. Exactly. The fish got caught in the net when they had
1: the net out. That's exactly right. It is both and. And so I think if I'm a pastor, and I am, it helps, you know, it helps – Alleviate a little bit for me to know. You know, I did this big evangelistic thing, and we only had one or two saved, and I thought we'd have twenty or thirty. Hey, it's hard work. It, it is literally hard work. There is not one thing you're going to do. So let, let's talk about why it's hard work, Scott. I think one of the reasons it's hard work is what we've been alluding to. Evangelism is spiritual warfare.
0: Yeah, the God of this age is blinded the minds of unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel. That is a Spiritual reality that we deal with in every evangelistic transaction or or attempt.
1: Yeah, and so we have an enemy. I mean, that's the that's, we forget sometimes. Yes. that we have an enemy. He is against us, and he'll he will not fight the church potluck supper on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. That thing will go as smooth as silk. You try to do something evangelistically, and man, Katie bar the door because the the demons of hell will come after that, and it makes it hard work. It, it really does. It makes it hard work. And so we just forget sometimes there's an enemy who's real, and the Bible says that he has schemes, and and darts that he brings against. Listen, if you think he brings it against the church, he is absolutely bringing it against a pastor who's trying to be evangelistic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And Spiritual so warfare. And, and then Jimmy talked about this. Why is evangelism such hard work? Pastors playing whack-a-mole. I love, I love,
0: I love that yeah. imagery. Because man, that is so. Uh, we true. identify. We identify. Yeah, yeah. Our, but see that that actually, you know, that kind of betrays a larger problem. Uh, it, it, our missiology will only be as good as our ecclesiology. Mm. So a lot of times we're struggling with our missiology because our church structures and ecclesiology aren't set up correctly. Uh, you know, any strategy to win the Daytona 500 that includes or that involves the driver also f- uh, doubling as the pit crew is not going to work. Right, exactly. So something needs to be fixed structurally there uh, in terms of, of leadership, I think. Well, and I think sometimes
1: at at the end of the day, um, you'll get fired for a lot of things before you get fired for the lack of evangelism in your church.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. As a pastor. Yeah.
1: And, and he knows that. He knows that he has this Uh, theological list of things that he knows he should accomplish, and then he has the practical list that his deacons put together for him or a committee in the church would put together. Mm -hmm. And and if you polled a church running 100 and said, what's the pastor's number one responsibility, you'd get 105 different answers. I mean, it it would not be – and evangelism would probably not be the top on anybody's list.
0: Every church has two sets of values. They have aspirational values and they have actual values. That's right. You know, and so if you if you go in and say, what's our reason for existing? Well, they'll put all the right stuff on the board, on the whiteboard. But if you look at the checkbook and the schedule and, and what they get mad about at the pastor of what he's doing and not doing, it's that's where the actual values show up. And a lot of times the actual values of the church are actually enemies of or competing against the aspirational values, the biblical values that they really say that they're about. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because you, re- I've rarely heard the story. I'm not saying I've never heard it. I've rarely heard the story. Uh, and if you're listening to this, pastor, you may know someone. I- I'm not saying, but I've rarely heard the story where a-, a group of leaders in the church have called the pastor in and said, "Hey, we're not baptizing enough people, and we just don't think you're right for this church." I mean, mm. that may exist, but you and I are in a lot of circles, and we don't hear that. Yeah, And so that's what makes evangelism hard is because we're, we're we're kind of expected by the leadership to tack it on after you do all the other things.
0: Right, right.
1: And like we said in episode number one, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. You've got to be intentional in evangelism.
0: Yeah, we, we don't – well, you say this often, and it's so true. We don't drift toward evangelism. Mm. No, nothing Nothing drifts us toward evangelism. We tend to drift away – from evangelism, it, it's it's kind of like C.S. Lewis once said, he said, you know, would that we were tempted toward virtue the way we're tempted toward vice. You know, we're <laughs> That's te- right. we're typically across the board, we're not tempted toward uh, no. holiness, righteousness, Bible study, prayer, seeking God, any of that stuff, and, in, and evangelism is included. So when left alone, the drift is toward um, a selfish Christianity. You yeah. know, I've got my eternal fire insurance, I'm good, so just make me feel good on Sunday. And everybody else can go to hell, yeah. And unfortunately.
1: The winds of culture, whether it be world culture or church culture, the winds of culture blow you away from evangelism. Yes. So you have to man the oars, fight the current to get an evangelistic church. Yeah, the
0: urgency over time is naturally atrophies, mm-hmm. the urgency yeah, exactly. of the gospel. Uh, one other thing I'll point out, too, is evangelism is hard because a lot of times we just don't know where to invest our resources. Mm-hmm. Absolutely and, and and sometimes the place we ought to invest our resources is not the cool or sexy thing uh, mm-hmm. like for instance your, your children's ministry um, you know what what would be the most fruitful harvest in any community or in in any given church out well you know 83 percent of people that come to Christ do so before the age of 12. Mm-hmm. well don't be uh, don't apologize for m- investing in your children's ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's probably not what you're going to be invited to to speak at a conference for, but you're going to see a lot more souls to come to Christ because that's the age when a lot of people do come to Christ. But you have to just kind of go back to brass tacks and say, you know, if we put a pound of effort in this ministry or that ministry, what's going to be the greatest, uh, let's introduce a term here, ROI. Yeah. What's our return on investment?
1: That's right. And you have to get laser focused. On that return on investment, where am I putting these resources? Like children, seeing children come to Christ, and again, we're talking about a certain age group there that can understand the gospel. Um, Yeah, of course. You know exactly where where's that going to go? And we're in a day a day and age now where parent, I mean, kids do lead their parents to church. Yes, absolutely. And parents are okay with that. That's not a negative thing. Parents are saying, "Hey, I want my kids to go where my kids want to go, so that they want to go Mm -hmm. to church." And so it's not unusual to see a, uh, a parent, when they become empty nesters, go to the church they want to go to. Uh, and it may or may not be the one they're in, but they've been there for their kids' sake, got them plugged into a youth ministry and got them plugged in. You know, we, like the stat used to say, you know, so many got saved by age 12, then so many by 16. Those numbers are lowering. Because of the connectivity of the world we're in, I heard someone say the other day, those numbers aren't 16 and 12 anymore. They're they're, they're lowering because we're so connected. We're losing kids at a much earlier rate than what we used to lose them. And so, uh, yeah, you've got to go all in, for example, on kids ministry. And you said something too, Scott. Let let me just take the pastor and relieve him of the burden. No one is going to ask you to speak at a conference. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: don't worry about that. Yeah, Because here's the deal. There aren't many conferences left anymore. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Georgia that's Baptist true. Convention has some. I mean, literally, there are just not many conferences anymore. And and we used to kind of worry about that kind of thing. Man, if I do this, will I get eh, Forget it. Win people to Jesus. So yes. Jesus will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And, and don't worry about it. What's going on? Exactly. Here? Exactly. So it's hard to know where to invest your resources. That's where we want to help on this podcast. As we're studying these top evangelistic churches, I want you to get a clear laser focus on where to invest your time, energy, and resources to reach as many people as you can with the gospel. So as we wrap up today, be sure and check out nam.net, that's N-A-M-B.net, at your church on, slash your church on mission. You'll find lots of resources there to help you with evangelism, and we are adding to it every week. No, we'd love to answer any questions you have about evangelism as well. You can send us an email to evangelism at nam.net and we'll answer your questions from episode to episode. Pastor, it's hard work, but stay tuned to the podcast and we'll help clear the path and point the way so you can be evangelistic and reach people in your community.
0: Thanks for listening to Your Church on Mission Evangelism Podcast. To find out more about leading your church on mission, be sure and check out the blog, www.namb.net forward slash yourchurchonmission. To send in a comment or question, email it to evangelism at namb.net.